TANCAST does not represent the stand-up of Tim Babb. These conversations are raw, explicit, and contain adult themes and content. This podcast is not recommended for younger listeners or anyone. I'm going to start recording. <laughs> I did it. I did. I started recording. Thank you for recording. That's good. You. Recording is good. I'm uh, the joker. <laughs> yeah. You think recording is your ally. I have been recording since you was the nemesis. I forget how the lines are going. I, I, it's been so long since I've done the shitty impression. That's Do you know shittier. how I got these scars? <laughs> Guys, I hate these impressions. They make me sad. Where does he get those wonderful toys? You ever dance with the devil to pay moon lot? <laughs> oh, that's the one I was oh, searching no. for, and I couldn't come up with it. Blam, <laughs> damn it. Eyes to see you. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> the episode started this way. People are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Because I'm not wearing well, hockey pads. Sometimes when podcasts do that, where they, they just start off with like audio out of context, I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Did, did it get cut off? <laughs> but they're just like, you know, previewing. Sensible coming up. I was like, ah, all right, I'm okay. <laughs> Tim. Andy. Noah. Dancast. Hi, I'm Tim Babb, a comedian you never heard of. Each week I get together with my buddies Andy and Noah and record this podcast. Unlike most podcasts, it's not about something specific. We just talk about whatever. Like this week, we'll talk about some of this. You know, you, you know you're getting old when you hurt yourself by not moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by not sitting Man, up. I slept too hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't use my back for long enough that my body's like, well, you don't need that anymore. <laughs> wait, speaking of smooth swapping. Oh. Uh-oh. I can't wait. I saw Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the play. The yeah, stage play. Yeah, the stage play. <laughs> Uh, Drew does not like Batman movies for some reason. Uh, but I, mean, yeah. I think you can return them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leave them on the doorstep of a fire station. They have yeah. to, legally, yeah, so they have to take care of them. <laughs> and when you hear this sound. <laughs> that means we've put a link to whatever we were just talking about in the show notes. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to Tancast. <laughs> you're here. We're back, those bat impressions, you're you're good to go. <laughs> Nothing will ever go wrong in your life again. <laughs> I'm Tim, the T in Batman. I'm Andy, the A in Batman. I'm Noah. I'm the <laughs> N in Batman. Batman does have a T, A, and an N. It does. <laughs> I was That's like, as I was saying it, I'm like, oh, he does have an N. This is going to work out wonderfully. I feel overrepresented. We should change our name to Batman, and I bet we would get more listeners. <gasps> I mean, one time only, but yeah. we'd get one, more listeners. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it'd be like when you click you click on one of those fan made trailers. Like, oh, there's a new tra- there's a trailer for you. Like, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one time that we named an episode what was it cat denning's boobs or nudes or something like that and the whole internet came to tancast one day <laughs> actually that didn't do nearly as good as right after that guy with the 
He's climbing in your windows. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. We named I, I named an episode "Run and Tell That Homeboy." That episode, I think, still might be our most downloaded episode ever. <laughs> and let me tell you, it did not. It did not keep people. No, <laughs> yeah. it probably doesn't tell you like like Netflix, where it's like how how far did they listen? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they listen all the way. Like, oh, well, they could get to it. Just waiting to the end. Of it. Oh, we talked about it because, like, it had just happened. That's why I named the episode. That. Yeah, right, right, right. But, I, yeah. I, I, but, I, was, I was wondering though if they're like looking for the song or something more. Oh, substantial. probably. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably they. They got to. Hi, I'm Tim, the Tea and Can Tancast. They're like, okay. Hi, I'm Andy, the A. Nope, nope. Already got diarrhea. I'm out. <laughs> they're probably like oh this must be the hour and a half remix of that song i can't wait to hear this <laughs> <laughs> no would not like to listen to an hour and a half remix everybody i don't know if you caught that <laughs> I, I don't want to listen to an hour and a half remix of anything like even a song i really like is like yeah when they're like i looped it for an hour and 30 minutes i'm like mm, i'm good i don't need to even get involved in that shit <laughs> How we all doing? How the fuck was everyone's week? Was it good times or was it bleak? We'll find out on our very next segment. How was your motherfucking week? Uh, Just great. Uh, oh, yeah, well, Andy, I guess, yeah. Andy's, Andy's probably not doing as back great. Back hurts. And his neck. Don't ask yes, about his and pussy and his crack. Oh, I was just about to ask about uh, those two things. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. I keep telling Noah they're fine. <laughs> uh, how were my weeks? So, uh, two weeks ago? Fuck, time, time has flown. I think it was two weeks ago we were going to go to Charlotte to visit Caitlin's grandparents. Um, they were they were both in, I can't really say the hospital. Uh, the, the place that they live is one of those like retirement places where it spans all the way from like there's separate detached houses through like there's apartments with more like constant check-ins to like there's like uh, nursing and rehabilitation facilities all the way through uh, having um, uh, hospice care for like end of life care. Uh, so the the week before that, Caitlin's grandfather had gone to dinner. Uh, had tried to get up from the table when he was done with dinner. He, he's in his high eighties and just couldn't. So like he, he, he has a hard time getting around, but you know, he, he walks with a walker and he's, he's usually okay, but he just couldn't get his legs to, to operate. Um, so they diagnosed it as likely a mild stroke. He was in this, uh, this sort of skilled nursing facility. there, very close to where his apartment is. Uh, and because his wife has Alzheimer's, they had to move her into a separate section of that, uh, because she needed memory care. She needs somebody with her all the time. And he couldn't be that while he was trying to rehabilitate his legs. So they'd both been in this for about a week. They were going to be in there for about a week, maybe two more. And Caitlin and I thought, you know, Hey, we, we should go up. We should visit with them a couple of times over the weekend, especially him. She, the Alzheimer's has gotten pretty advanced. Um, so we are figuring, you know, let's, we can lift his spirits. We can visit with him. We can make sure that he's okay. Uh, you know, make sure, you know, if he needs anything brought over from his apartment, we can, you know, play gopher and go, go fetch that stuff for him. Um, we're going up on uh, Friday evening so that we will have the whole of Saturday and, and as much of Sunday as possible in Charlotte. And we get about halfway to Charlotte and we get a, uh, a call from Caitlin's mom that her mom 
who you know we thought was fine was just you know like basically she'd had a couple of falls like it, she wasn't doing super great in the memory care but she was okay um she hadn't hit her head or anything in that she was just was suddenly unresponsive like she was unconscious and they couldn't rouse her uh and for some reason even though she has a dnr the nursing facility put her in an ambulance and were sending her to the er so Luckily, like we already had a hotel set up and it turns out that the hotel was like two blocks from the ER that they sent her to um, completely at random. It was not a hotel that we'd ever stayed in before because the usual place that we stayed just wasn't available. So this is like, it was weird happenstance that we were on the way there that night and that we had a hotel right next door. So instead of checking into the hotel and seeing them in the morning, instead we drop all of our shit off, go get Caitlin's grandfather, take him to the ER uh, find out that because of COVID rules, only one person's allowed to visit, which we talked them into allowing two because, again, Caitlin's grandfather just had a stroke, so he needs somebody to help him. So Caitlin and her granddad stay up all night on Friday night. Eventually, at like 4 a.m., Drew and I go back to the hotel and get a couple of hours of sleep. Uh, and what was supposed to be a lift your spirits while you're in this nursing facility visit um, became uh, end of life watch for Caitlin's grandmother, just very unexpectedly. I, I can't say so super unexpectedly because again, she's had Alzheimer's for a number of years. It had gotten pretty advanced and you know, we, we were, we had just gotten done telling Drew on the drive up, look, man, like every single one of these visits could be the last visit with either of your great grandparents because they're both in their high eighties and they both have had a number of health problems. Um, yeah, so we wound up instead of coming back on on Sunday, uh, I stayed over until Monday and then drove home in a rental. And Caitlin's mom flew out from California on Monday and basically like hot swapped who was in the hotel with me. Uh, so like I leave and she comes in and there's still three people in the hotel room, so they get a full week's worth of shitty hotel sleep while I'm back in. Uh, in, in Atlanta doing work, making sure the cat gets fed, you know, all the stuff that, that like needs to happen in the meantime. Uh, luckily drew happened to just have the whole week off school. So we didn't have to deal with any of that shit. Um, but yeah, we got to, I think it was like 10 o'clock on Tuesday night and Caitlin's grandmother passed. So they scheduled a, not really a funeral, but like a, a memorial gathering thing, um, you know, for her, friends and family for Sunday. So I drove back on uh, Friday, couldn't get a rental car. <laughs> Atlanta was completely sold out of rental cars all week. So I had to drive our other car up, uh, which means I also baked in having, having just done this trip solo, which sucks. It's like four, four, four and a half hours on a good day by yourself. Uh, and I did it at night in the rain in traffic the first time. Uh, and then I hit a fuck ton of traffic and I was in the car for like six or seven hours getting back up there on Friday, which was taking its toll on me. Uh, and then because now we have two cars in Charlotte, I know I'm going to have to drive back by myself too. So like in addition to the emotional stuff, just like the, the physical wear on my body that this was taking was, was starting to, to definitely take its toll. Um, but I got up there on Friday, uh, Caitlin's dad arrived around the same time. Like he, he flew in from California about the same time I was driving in from Atlanta. Um, so we spent time with the fat, with the family on Saturday, kind of doing some prep work and, and getting, 
uh, a really nice slideshow. They they have 60 plus years worth of photos in like enormous crates full, multiple enormous crates full of photo albums. Um, so we were going through those and we scanned something like 70 different pictures for this, uh, this slideshow of her life on, on Saturday. Uh, and then on Sunday we got together, you know, her, her surviving kids and, you know, a lot of their family were all there, um, had a, had a nice visit there. Uh, and then on Monday checked out, drove back to Atlanta, of course, hit traffic, you know, got home tired road weary everyone's kind of like mentally and emotionally exhausted so we kept drew home from school an extra day but uh i i was straight back into work drew was back into school he you know even though he stayed home he was like doing school work from home because he'd missed two days of school uh and it was just sort of a kind of a, a low-key shitty week uh and the cherry on top of it was you know it, it wasn't it's grief is weird when you're dealing with somebody who's had Alzheimer's for a while. It's you, you get a, I'm sure Tim has gone through this himself. And I know I've gone through it with other family members who've had Alzheimer's. Um, in my experience, you kind of pre grieve. So the emotion of the week, especially for Caitlin and I, who've been preparing ourselves for a while, Drew didn't know how much to prepare himself for this. Um, so it definitely hit Drew emotionally harder than it hit us. Um, but yeah, just, just physically, it really beat the shit out of both of us. Uh, and then yesterday I slept in too long. I slept in until almost noon. I was like, oh my gosh, I guess I really needed to make up that sleep. And then I went to get up and my back just seized up on me because apparently I was in bed for too long. And that is how I fucked up my whole weekend <laughs> was by sleeping in yesterday. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you're getting old when you hurt yourself by not moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by not sitting yeah, up <laughs> i slept too hard <laughs> yeah i i i didn't use my back for long enough that my body's like well you don't need that anymore <laughs> and just turned it off we'll just lock that down yeah yeah so yeah it's been it has it it definitely hasn't been you know the worst couple of weeks of my life but uh it's it's definitely been a bit of a a strain on the whole family but understandable i gotta say you know for for all the the stuff i've i've kind of teased or blown off steam or whatever for you know frustrations of of raising a child and that child being as willful as i am <laughs> which as i discovered with my dad when i was his age is is an interesting recipe um drew did an amazing job of like taking care of people and like being super like emotionally aware of, of what his grandmother was going through, losing her mother. Um, and you know, like not, I was a little worried that, you know, because this is kind of a, a big loss for him that he, that he might self-focus a lot and we were ready for that. And, you know, like it, it wasn't going to be, um, yeah, it, it, that wouldn't have been like, you know, a negative thing if that had been how he processed it. But we also knew that, that Caitlin's mom was going to be going through a lot uh, and, and having to also then focus on, on Drew's care, I think might've been a bit much for her. She's, she's, she can be a little bit high strung sometimes um, or, you know, like a little bit 
stuff stuff that might roll off of other people's back doesn't necessarily roll off of hers. Uh, and Drew did just a a fantastic job of 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 being well behaved and being you know super careful. Like when he knew he was in situations where he needed to not be the center of attention, not trying to be the center of attention. Um, but yeah, just like in general, taking care of other people around him, which was, that's a lot of maturity for a 13 year old. So I was, I was super impressed and super pleased with, with my little dude. But yeah, that's it. That's all the exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, I think we've started off with a good note of uh, joviality and <laughs> yeah. ready to just kick this episode off into fun and happy times. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about Ukraine. Well, hang, hang oh. on a second. <laughs> I've, I've got a kid kicking his feet story. Oh. Uh, so my, my son, uh, you know, 13-year-old that he is, uh, kids at school have started talking. Like, there, there's a lot of sex jokes to everything. And Caitlin and I have, have always tried to be very open with him. So he'll come home and tell us the jokes that are going around the school. Uh, and some of them are... Some of them are definitely Tancast worthy. Some of them are like OG Tancast worthy. Some of them I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think I'm okay with that joke as a father, but <laughs> I don't want him to stop telling me about like, you know, shit that I might need to be concerned about. So <laughs> put a good face on it. <laughs> but there was one, he's got a, he's got a friend of his who tries to come up with really, really bad pickup lines. And some of the pickup lines that this kid has come up with are, amazing my favorite all time is hey girl are you a microwave because mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> all right i didn't see that coming oh i know <laughs> It's next generation, all. I know. Drew's going to be <laughs> ready to pick up the mantle of Tancast before you know it. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, they pick up some. I saw a video of a kid. He's like, How do you pick up a lady? Or, like, How do you, you know, pick up a lady or something? And the kid's just like, kind of gives like a little side glance, a little eyebrow wiggle. <laughs> You're like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh, it's like that's uh, I mean, I mean that would work. I mean, at that age, when you get older, not so much. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, I remember, I remember all the dirty jokes. Where do people learn, like? Where do kids learn dirty jokes? Like, I remember I had a friend who told me dirty jokes, but he was my source of dirty jokes. I wasn't like reading a book of dirty jokes. <laughs> so. I have a theory on that based on, on where I assume or where I observed dirty jokes were coming from when I was a kid, uh, kids with older, older siblings, especially like boys with older brothers mm. or girls with older sisters. Um, they'll pick up dirty jokes from the, the older sibling. Uh, also if there is an aunt or uncle, who's the fun aunt or uncle who doesn't have kids of their own. Uh, that aunt or uncle will often tell dirty jokes without a filter, without checking for kids around at like family gatherings. Oh, and I the thought kids you know, they, told, they would tell the jokes of the game. Cause I'm like, I, have I been slacking on my, on my uncle duties, Tim? <laughs> I, I was going to say that, that there's also the aunts and uncles who will hit the gas and just tell the dirty jokes to the kids. Like 
you know, like, hey, don't tell your parents I told you this, but it's really, really funny. You know those cultures where they have like stories that are passed down. From? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to pass up my dirty jokes to your kids, Tim. Gather uh, around, children. I'll tell you about a man from Nantucket. <laughs> Tell you about a man whose stick was so long he had to do- dodge traffic. <laughs> Children, let me tell you of the man who stuck his dick in the pickle slicer. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, you haven't heard this? No. Guys worked at the pickle factory. I I literally just told this joke in front of Drew at lunch to my father-in-law. Uh, guys been working at the pickle factory for twenty-five years. Long service, loyal service. Uh, one day he comes home and he tells his wife, he's like, I, I just got fired. He's oh. sort of shocked. And the wife says, what happened? She's like, well, I, I put, and I, at the, at lunch, I said his stuff. He's like, I, I, I stuck my dick in the pickle slicer. She's like, oh my God. He's like, yeah. And and they, they fired me. She's like, no, 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 fuck that. Are you hurt? Like what's going on? Do I need to get you to the hospital? What happened with the pickle slicer? Oh, they fired her too. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you heard the, oh, I remembered the joke about midway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I knew, but Noah didn't, oh, as well, so I kept it going for Noah, and also for the listeners. I have heard it before, but I, did, I didn't, I I yeah. was literally stuck on a literal, like, metal. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My you're brain was to, like. <laughs> you're supposed to be, because you're supposed, like, you hear that, you're immediately supposed to imagine him also stuck on a metal thing. <laughs> uh so, random small story. Mm-hmm. Last night, um, I was watching Die Hard with a Vengeance on AMC because uh, they played like the they play the first four Die Hard movies and did, refused to acknowledge the fifth one, which is exactly <laughs> how I I think that should go. Uh, anyway, um, AMC edits for content, but not as stringently as like let's say a network. Mm. So. Uh, like they'll edit out the shits and the motherfuckers, but like they'll leave some other stuff in, like ass, but they won't take out. They'll take out asshole, but they'll leave ass. Anywho, uh, if you remember early on in that movie, John McClane has to go to Harlem wearing a sandwich board that says "I hate N words," but you know, not not euphemistically spelled. Yes, they, they wrote the N word on there. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see how AMC edits this. They didn't. I was like, "Real, we're okay with this. This is this is fine. This is fine." It's twice way too. And then Samuel L. Jackson comes up to him and says, "You know, he says something. He's like, it occurs to me that a a white man standing in the middle of Harlem with a sandwich board that says I hate,' and he says it, and they don't bleep it. They don't, you know, not like it. They don't change anything. Like that goes straight ahead. Then a group of other guys come over, and one of them said, "Oh, Mister, I hate," and then they bleeped it. I was like, so you're aware that the word is a problem, but only the third time? <laughs> it's uh it's, it's like the like what what is the rating thing? Like you can say shit once, but you can't say it twice. Like or curse word once. It's like uh it's the F word. You can say it once in a PG thirteen movie. Like well, but we'll not twice. In a, we'll in a non-sexual words, not three. <laughs> yeah, like it has to be a non-sexual way too, or some other weird stuff like that. Yes. So you get one F bomb and two N words. I guess, guys, we've got we we have a uh, a bit of math that we can do. One f bomb equals two f words, or no, one f bomb equals two n words. There we are. I wonder no, how they because... do with Django. They they just get like the first two right <laughs> off the bat, and then they be like, all right, bleep, 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 bleep. 
Uh, no, because this isn't for an R rating. This was just this was just broadcast on television. No, no, no for PG thirteen, which I'm assuming is about equivalent to where AMC would edit to. No, because they also bleeped out shits. Oh, hmm. That's a weird. And then I was oh because Die Hard two was before that, and like I. I've been listening to them bleep out all the language and whatnot. And then there's a part where uh, John McClane is fighting some guy and he grabs an icicle and stabs him in the eye. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, well, how are they going to edit around this? Nothing at all. Really? <laughs> like, I, was I like, wish you would cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, real, like, I don't care if kids hear the words shit, but you just watch an ice pit go in someone's eye socket, like point blank range. Like his pop exploded his eyeball and then snapped it off in there. Yep. And you're like, nope, don't cut that. That's gold. Yeah. 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 Why that's, would you cut good that? That's for the kids. You, you, you really want to stick with the eyeball stab through the snap. You're without the snap. You're just, you're not getting the full eyeball stab. <laughs> anyway, that was it. Just weird censorship on AC, uh, not censorship sense censoring. Yeah. I mean, you can call it censorship if you want to, yeah. but I'm not here to fight that battle today. <laughs> I like a good little eyeball stamp. <laughs> Don't you? In the morning. <laughs> uh, how was, I mean, yeah, how are my weeks? My weeks have been fine. Been going out a little bit more. Seeing the world. I uh, I did my taxes already and got my refund already. I'm like, yeah, Look boy. at you. Damn, Daniel. Da, da, da. I don't fuck around. I'm like, let me, give me that money. <laughs> Although the Fed only gives me like sixty bucks back, but the state, yeah. Uh, I'm going. Oh, I'm going to New Orleans soon. So yeah, we'll be not next week, but we'll skip the week after. Uh, I'll be there for. A week. Is it the 25th? Uh, I'll be there from the 16th to the 20, 15th to the 22nd. Damn. Why? Because I'll be gone the weekend of the 25th because I'm going to Disneyland. So it would have been great if we did. Ah, so, uh, we're going to be skipping two weeks, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> Look at Tim going all over the place. Come from back from a Disneyland resort, then going to Disneyland. I mean, there's three months in between the two, so it's not like... <laughs> Look going all over the place, Tim. <laughs> have you guys heard about the new Star Wars thing at uh, Disney World? Uh... No, the like galaxy. beyond the like, yeah, or Galactic Cruiser or whatever. Yes, yes. I mean, I will never pay five thousand dollars for it, but it looks cool. Wait, what the fuck? So it's like a, it's essentially like a cruise ship in that like you get on board and you are just now on board this Star Wars uh, cruise liner and like everything. It's like, um, I guess the the best equivalent I could think of would be like a Renaissance fair. Mm-hmm. Cause like everybody stay, everything is in character, like the whole time. Like there's just like everybody's there are aliens well, you're not, you're and not just sailing anywhere. You're just in a hotel or area. You're just in a hotel, but like there are no windows. Everything is um, screens, and so you're like watching space go by. And then like there's lightsaber training, and there's like uh, there's like there's the first order comes on, and then the, the resistance comes on, and like like there's little like there's tasks you have to complete to help make the story go. And you like apparently you can be involved as little or as much as you want. Uh, but there's, it's not like a hotel at like Disney World, like, okay, I'm going to park my luggage here and then head to the parks for the day. It's like, once you're in, you're in for the entire two days. Ooh, I don't know. Yep. I don't well, know. It, it, it's like, it's like, that is the, the theme park that you've gone to. No, yes, it's like, right, exactly. right, a fully well, immersive thing. Except for one day, like the, you take a shuttlecraft, quote unquote, from the uh, spaceship down to uh, the, the planet of Batuu, which is... Uh, 
what they call what's the planet name for Galaxy's Edge, the theme park part, the Star Wars land part of uh, Disneyland. So, and that is also played as like you're in this immersive experience. So, like you just go down there, you ride the, you have get like front of the line passes to both the rides, and you can make a lightsaber, make a droid, and then you get back on like again like this shuttle with no windows. So it's like you're going to and from space. I mean, it all sounds very cool. And like they encourage cosplay and stuff. I'm like, man, I would love to go dressed as a Starfleet officer and just walk around like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what if they only encourage certain types of cosplay? Like, sorry, I, sir. I, <laughs> I imagine for five thousand dollars, I better be able to wear whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if your cosplay is a stripper? <laughs> so you got to keep that on. I think cosplay is a starf- it's Starfleet officer with the nipple holes cut out. <laughs> 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 I mean, actually, yeah. I'm wearing. What did you think I meant when I meant Star Trek? I'm wearing my assless Star Trek uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I knew exactly casual. what you meant by Starfleet <laughs> officer. I was filling in the listeners who don't yeah. know you as well as I do. Filling them in, yeah, with that. I day. mean, yeah, nah, that's cool for people who want to do it. Does not appeal to me. So. Uh, here's the fun fact about that. A ton of the content of that was all stuff that they had said was going to be happening at Galaxy's Edge and got cut from Galaxy's Edge for budgetary reasons. So there's a bunch of like blog, like Disney bloggers and shit uh, that are super duper pissed off that this stuff was cut from Galaxy's Edge and was moved into this, you know, like you better be fucking rich or willing to go into debt kind of experience. I don't want to uh, spoil anything for you, but Disney bloggers are always pissed. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Always. No. Yeah. We're going to make a change to this. I'm pissed. We're not going to make a change to this. I'm pissed. All right. Yeah. There's no There's no winning for you. It, the, the the stuff that they cut was like uh, there, there was going to be uh, lightsaber battles between um, uh, Kylo Ren and Rey, like all along the uh, – the, the rooftops of galaxy's edge and you know, like you know, they did go from like, it'd be like a, a, a live stunt show every day, like a couple of times a day all throughout the place. I'm like, that seems really, really cool on paper, but like practically it's a way to get everyone who's walking through the street to suddenly stop, <laughs> look up and completely block the flow of anyone else getting in and to have people like shoving and not being able to see and like corners getting in the way of shit. That's, I'm like I, I totally get why that would get cut and moved into a more controlled environment because yeah. <laughs> Another thing that got cut that the bloggers were super pissed off is like there was going to be roving droids, like just just free moving audio animatronic droids moving through Galaxy's Edge. I'm like that is amazing. And logistically, I could see how that would not work because like you're out in the elements outdoors with people with shit spilled on the ground with like there's there's weather and there's people bumping into things and there's people not looking out for droids you know like these droids that come up to your your waist in a busy theme park environment i could see where there's a lot of practical problems with that we're in a less like densely populated scenario like inside of a uh, a special hotel where you control the weather and like it's a much less floor space to clean up. If some kid spills some shit, 
uh, I could see where that would be a lot easier to to maintain or if they break down to like, you know, quickly shuffle them off into a room as opposed to like trying to get them across a plaza or some shit. I thought they did have free roaming droids in Galaxy's Edge. I at least for a while. Well, at least according to what I was reading, it got cut. But maybe the thing that I was reading was was wrong, or maybe I misread it, or I'm misremembering. Or but, maybe like they they had the droids for a while, and then they're like, oh, well, this isn't going to work, and then they stopped having the droids. That's also a I, possibility. I thought I remember seeing them in Galaxy's Edge, not yeah. physically like there, like videos of it. Yeah. Also, at a couple D23s ago, they released uh, this. They showed showed off this lightsaber that like actually. Like it, you press the button and it comes up and it's lit up, like it, it like it's an. Uh, it is looks it like or is it loot? Like, yeah, it's, it's physical. Like a physical thing comes up. Gotcha. And they're like, oh, these are going to be used in the new uh, Galaxy's Edge. And then I, I don't know if I, I don't if Andy, I don't know if you've seen the video, but like there is this there is a scene where Ray and Kylo Ren have a sword fight, and so she comes in with an un lit up lightsaber and then she presses it and this lit up version comes up and then she does this thing where she kind of does a superhero pose where she puts the lightsaber down on the ground and you can quite clearly see she is swapping lightsabers to one that she can actually fight with because <laughs> apparently wh- whatever the mechanism that makes it come up i assume once you start fighting with it that shit breaks right off. <laughs> it's just like pops out down. i was like oh shit this doesn't normally happen uh <laughs> give me a second <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've watched a bunch of like behind the scenes stunt stuff. And when you get talented stunt people, they like, they like to go, they like to go hard. Uh, yeah. even like the, um, the, uh, Darth Maul fight with, uh, with Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi in the, uh, the first prequel, mm-hmm. uh, even in that one, apparently they kept breaking, like they had like fairly sturdy, like. I think it was Lucite or something like that. Uh, and apparently they broke a ton tight. of of those fairly sturdy plastic rods because <laughs> even though it was two actors and a stunt guy going at it, they practiced and practiced and practiced and they were going at it. They were going full speed, full hit. So I think I can forgive swapping out to something a little bit more robust. <laughs> it's just it's quite clear like they did not uh, of the things they practiced the smooth swapping of one to the other was not one of the things oh, gotcha. like, <laughs> wait speaking you, of smooth swapping oh oh i can't wait i saw harry potter <laughs> <laughs> oh the play the yeah, stage play yeah the stage play <laughs> <laughs> so uh my wife was sorry let's talk about it well, and then i will I, I was just about to answer the question Noah asked me via text message without any context to the audience whatsoever or him actually talking about the thing he just mentioned. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And there was definitely some smooth swapping. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, like special effects wise, it was, uh, it was pretty impressive. I mean, Harry Potter wise, I mean, I'm not like a super fan, so I'm not like enamored like, oh, another story in this thing. I'm like, all right. Like it's, it's a, uh, the story didn't seem to like break new ground of like, Oh my God, that was like an amazing story. I'm like, it was interesting. And like, uh, but yeah, just like choreography wise, I was just like the planning and like the transitions and like all the shit that has to go into like make the shit happen. Like smoothly. I'm like, fuck, this is impressive. And I'm I love curious like, how, I'm oh, sorry. So uh, I was just, cause I love how like, you know, they distract you with one thing over here and like something else is going on that you don't see until like they, they draw your attention to it. Oh Yeah. 
I'm curious how they cut it down because you just went to the one night show, right? Like right, they did the whole one show night. one night. It was uh, about three hours, I think. So it was like an hour and a half, uh, 30 minute intermission, hour and a half. Yeah, I feel like I feel like our version was like also about three hours each night with a half hour intermission. So like that means they cut a lot. Yeah, but I mean, well, so one thing like so in the beginning, uh, there's like they're kind of like doing like his uh, his time at the school. Like, mm-hmm. how much time do they spend at his time? Like spending the years through the through the school, like uh, Harry uh, Potter's son. Uh, they went. They went through a good deal of it, I'd say. So in our version, it was basically like a montage. Ah. So there's like, like, throwing like quick cuts of like things, and like the idea is like he's passing the years through the school, becoming friends with um. Oh, Draco. I, yeah, Draco's kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I wonder. So there was a lot of scenes, and I don't know if they had this years where there's music playing and the people just stand and look in the distance. You know, we thought they're going to break into song. Never broke into song. Uh, yep. <laughs> and I wonder, like, maybe they, they cut some of those out. I'm like, I'm also like, what the fuck is the point of this? Like, it didn't to me. It didn't really add anything to the story. It just made me feel like, oh, is there a song coming? Nope. They're just going to look under distance while this little musical thing plays. All right, cool. Maybe they were doing some sort of set change behind them, and they needed to just here stand over here out of the way. Oh, that's fair. Maybe I'm trying to think if that was going on. But yeah, maybe you're right. But yeah, there's a lot of little impressive little things and like. Yeah, like, you know, the first time you saw someone, like, switch and turn into someone else, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, that was that was fucking impressive. Yeah, they do Polyjuice Potion live on stage. <laughs> Hot damn. And the water in the set was the thing that we were super impressed by, yeah, which you I'm mentioned like, later. And I, and I was like, I can't remember that. And then my wife started describing it. I'm like, oh, yeah! Yeah, I'm like, how did they get there? <laughs> like, I, how did they get out? What, where did it go? <laughs> I had so many questions. Uh, one thing, <laughs> one thing I would have liked. So we we got the lottery. So we were like front row, which people always think front row. I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, it's 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 close. Yeah, it is close. Uh, I wouldn't mind being further back and a little up, just so I can kind of see the stage and kind of see a little bit more of what's going on. That's definitely what we did. Um, yeah, but it was. I mean, I was I was impressed at a good time. Like I was like, yeah, I mean, that was. We, we yeah, the tickets like forty bucks. So I was like, hey, that was worth forty bucks for sure. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> damn! I could have seen it for forty bucks if you win, if you win the lot if you enter the lottery thing and win well, it. But in my sniff, <laughs> you can enter like every week. They do it, I think. Oh, um, should give that a shot because I'm sure uh, uh, Michael would like to see it because he's a big Harry Potter guy. Yeah, I think you just have to download the Today Ticks app and. I think you enter on Tancast Fridays. Is brought to you by Today Ticks. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time, for enjoyable play. Uh, what was that? I said uh, I was continuing my fake ad. I said use this use the offer code Tancast for absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I don't know what this is. Error. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It crashed the website. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Doubled all the prices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you use this Tancast? You, you got to pay more. <laughs> yeah, you pay a penalty fee. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you tried to clear your browser settings and come back? Nope, we know it's you. Fucking <laughs> dirty motherfucker. Better get on a VPN like ExpressVPN. Again, use the offer code TANCAST for nothing. <laughs> that one actually quadruples your prices. <laughs> it just stops your internet. <laughs> that one sends the FBI straight to your door. 
so, Andy, do you mind a light spoiler for <clears throat> Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? I don't mind. Okay. So, in our version, the, so it, the it involves using the time turner mm-hmm. uh, <gasps> to less affect less. Um, I don't know what, what cohesive effect than in the movies and the books where like the time turner, like you use it to go back in time, but then time has always been that way. Like there's like in the book, like you go back in time and you were already back in time with yourself. Like you've have, you haven't created any new timelines. You can't change the past or the future. Oh, that's how it works. What's what's happened has always happened. Exactly. Like in the, I, I can't remember which one they use it in, but like they go back and, they go back in time to hope to try and change things, but then they realize the things that they have been changing that has been them this whole time. And all they are doing is seeing it from a different perspective. And now they know what happened. It happened differently. So like, uh, they go back, like at one point, like someone throws a rock through their window, like who the hell was that? And then they go back in time and realize they threw the rock through their own window to try and get the, to get them to leave. So they wouldn't get caught. They anyway. kind of did that in the play. But they also changed time completely in the play. True, but there was like a thing where it's like, oh, that was a, a you know, what is it called? Um, the thing, the preview, the 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 thing happens before the thing. I don't fuck word. I'm trying to think of right now. Uh, predestination paradox. No grandfather paradox. Teaser like uh, basically something happens early on that's like a clue that of what's going to happen in the future. Or, uh, Foreshadowing. For, yes, thank you. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you you led me there eventually. I mean, yeah. In in retrospect, it should have been really obvious what you meant. So sorry that it took me so long. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't explaining it very well. Either. But yeah, the, and I, I I I noticed it. I was like, oh, I wonder why that's doing that. And then like later on, I was like, oh, gotcha. But yes, but they also this, changed time. <laughs> yeah. And so at one point, the they go back in time to I can't remember why. I like the details of the play have slipped away from me, but I know at one point they somehow change time so that Voldemort wins. Uh, at one point, and so the way it broke down was like that time change happened at the end of night one, and so and so when you came back, the set was all dressed instead of like it was all like Harry Potter and Hogwarts when you came in the first night, and now like all the signage had changed and it was all like Voldemort, like this is the like this is all Voldemort land. I was like, oh, that's cool. So they did that for oh, the, like before you even got into the actual theater. Yeah, like all the posters had changed. Oh, like they all. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get that effect. Um, I mean, like they changed the stuff in the theater on the stage, but yeah, not like when you get out. One thing I wonder yeah, like, though, there's some scenes that happen that out of context, it didn't really make sense. I'm like, what's going on now? And I wonder if like maybe the things they cut would have been some things would make more sense if you had seen like the fuller version. If you are interested, I have the book of the script. Uh, we we have the mildly the interested but because <laughs> caitlin checked it out of the library before covid hit uh and it's still sitting like to be taken back to the library and i keep reminding caitlin they're charging um, for that um i think that's just yours now sir <laughs> yeah, i think I it's a point your you library system works <laughs> yeah 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 I'm, I'm like we we owe them money for this. Can we? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for COVID to die down before that happens. I'm like, you know, there's, there's a, you drop there's a the book thing. drop outside now. <laughs> well, actually, that book drop, uh, the outside book drop was closed for our library for a long time. Okay, that's fair. 
Yeah. Yeah, Georgia was going to want to lock down those libraries. <laughs> yeah. Any books in or they, out. They wouldn't make the kids wear masks to school, but you bet they shut down the libraries. <laughs> I mean, libraries just like, fuck this. I mean, we, we, I don't know if they, they did where you are. Maybe they didn't do it at all, Andy, but like my, uh, my friend's girlfriend who worked at a library was like a contact tracer during uh, the pandemic. So her, her job shifted. Uh. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, no, they, uh, they, they sucked at contact tracing in Georgia. <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't give it to the librarians. They gave it to uh, <laughs> they gave it to preschoolers. <laughs> they, gave, yeah. they gave it to the guy who loses his keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I told either of you this, but have either of you heard of Hoopla? Uh, yes. I make some Hoopla every now and again. Uh, yeah, it just allows you to rent stuff from your local library digitally. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, yep. And someday my library will sign up for that. Ah, okay. I mean, I don't know how other libraries are, but fucking San Francisco has a ton of shit. Like bad things or just a lot of stuff? Like just a lot of stuff you can check out. Like there's sometimes oh, okay. I can't find movies like out like for free uh, out in the world. And like sometimes Hoopla has it and I can just read from my library or like a bunch of I've been looking at a bunch of comic books. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, I have Hoopla. I'm like, hey, yeah, you can rent digital comic books, Tim. I imagine New York would be dope, too. Like, they would probably have a good selection. I was surprised that San Jose's library system is not as good as Redwood City's. Hmm. With San Jose being a much bigger metropolitan area hey, with you a higher think. population. Uh, Andy. Me. Our theater. <laughs> well, I don't think the theater me and Tim worked at. Is, mm-hmm. is, I mean, the building's kind of there. The structure's there. But they're, they're ripping it apart and turning turn it into a mixed-use building. I think one of you had sent me a uh, a story about the fact that that was happening. Yeah, and but now yeah, uh, Stephanie sent us pictures of like the building being like stripped to the the studs and oh well, re- you know, Tim and Eddie. I never really like it makes sense, but I never really thought how much space was in that place. Like, obviously, there's a lot of space because there's theaters, but like, I guess for some reason, I never really thought about because when you think about space, you you think about you're looking at it and like you can use it, and it's like oh, there's just a bunch of seats in here. Uh, but yeah, there's like fucking ton of space in that building. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Stephanie sent us pictures. Said the end of an era. I was like, I think you meant the end of an error. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you remember? You remember that little? Oh, what was that name of that little thing that this never really opened? I mean, it opened for like a hot minute that we worked at. That was also part of the Star Cave. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I loved when I got to work it. And no one ever came, so I just got to run it for myself. <laughs> All right, because there'd be two people. There's someone selling tickets, and you would be like the the ride operator, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and then uh, you were explicitly not supposed to ride it by yourself, and yet I was like, "Ain't no one in here." Turn it on, and I would jump on, and I would jump between the moving seats, which is, I'm sure, a horrible idea. <laughs> no, no, Tim, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i miss those days i mean in, in some sense right i don't miss the lack of money or being tragically single but other than that i miss those days <laughs> oh we had we had good times there was oh there was a cast of characters <laughs> <laughs> that there was i just remember Conrad, you could just you could smell him after he, he was yep. long gone. 
Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was a uh, like half the concession stands never be open because it's like, well, why, why bother? Minutes, minutes. It was. We bought those uh, those little stupid dart guns. Tim, we're running around. Oh the yeah, theater. I remember that. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> so. Uh, for for listeners to help fill some of this stuff in, uh, the way that their theater was set up is um, is very vertical. So it's uh, oh, it, it was in an, an area full of high rises. And was it was it three? No, it was four stories of of screens, wasn't it? Or was it just no three, three stories of screens? Okay. Yeah, three stories. So there were concessions on all three floors. And Man, let me tell you. They didn't open on the second or third floor ever because nobody came. Every once in a while, I, I remember working, having work on the floor with, uh, I don't remember her name, but I remember what you called her, Tim, which was not nice. So uh, I won't repeat it, but. Great. I'm sure I'm sure I'm super proud of whatever I called her. Uh, and I'm sure I stand by my either misogynistic or. No, it was not misogynistic. Oh, okay. Transphobic? You know, you know, look, body shaming, look shaming. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm sure I was just an enlightened, just, just uh, a, I'm sure we, I mean, we all were a uh, wizened asshole, but yeah, I don't I, I wish I could remember her name, but yeah, I had to work with her a couple times, uh, at least oh, once. I know who you're talking about now. I didn't come up with that nickname. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you didn't No. I rarely worked with her. If you're talking about who I think you're talking about, I'll just bleep it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. <laughs> I got bleeped. <laughs> anyway, we're back. I hope I hope she's wonderful wherever she is in the world. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I kind of miss San Jose because it's like one of the first like big cities I lived in. Uh, and, you know, it's like 20s, you know. You had your whole life ahead of you. Your body wasn't falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> Did I? We haven't been back since I went to Legoland, have we? No, no. Yeah, that's why we. Yeah, we skipped one week because you're Legoland, and then we skipped the other week because Andy's you know, step grandmother, grandmother in law died. Grandmother in law. That's a weird phrase you don't hear very often. Yep. I mean, you usually yeah. say you know my spouse's grandmother, like my wife's grandmother, yeah. or Caitlin's grandmother, but or I, whatever. But it is your grandmother in law. Yep. Uh, yeah, Legoland, fun. Good times. Oh, 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 okay. So. Yeah, go on. Tell us. Uh, had lots of good times at Legoland. Uh, made, went, first day, we made use of the pool, and I got to use that uh, phone case cover that, that I can use in the water. I was like, ha-ha, this is already paying for itself. <laughs> got some great shots. Uh, they have these Legos in the hotel pool that like, they're these gigantic, like floaty Legos that you can build Lego. You can build stuff with in the pool. All it made me realize is I never want to buy those cause they suck. <laughs> it's like, I'll snap that together and then I'll move over here. Oh, it's already falling apart. <laughs> um, but then, uh, so then we checked out, uh, all of Legoland, um, they took out the Star Wars stuff, which was kind of a bummer. Like they had this whole mini land of Star Wars, like this little mini recreations of all the scenes from uh, everything through Force Awakens. I think it was when the last time they added something new. And then I guess that contract came up just before COVID and they ripped that out and they replaced <laughs> it with 
fuck all. It's just mm. like, hey, here's some leaves, everybody. Look at these leaves. Oh, I love some leaves. Were they Star Wars leaves? Wait, <laughs> they weren't even Lego leaves. They were just leaves. Have you guys been As to Leaf in- World? <laughs> like, for real, though, get your kids to Leaf World. So, you know also, why? Because as soon as you arrive, your kids will want to leave. So, <laughs> also, since COVID, they opened up a uh, Lego movie war- section of the park. Uh, and one of them is a ride very similar to Soarin' Over California, which is uh, where you just like sit in these seats and that like you just sort of dangled in front of an IMAX screen and like the the seats move like you're flying through the the thing. And unlike Soarin' Over California, there's an actual story like you're following um, Emmett on, on his new triple decker couch you know, as a, a sequel to his double decker couch from the movie. And you're just going through like some race and adventures and things happen and yada, yada, yada. But apparently that's new because it was crowded and or broken every single time. Like I wanted to go on it. And so finally like, okay, it's about 70 minutes of wait. I got in line. Uh, I hadn't been in line that long. Uh, not, not terribly many people got in line behind me and the wait jumped to 90 minutes. Ooh. And it's because they have these things where instead of like fast passes like Disneyland, which I don't think Disneyland even has anymore, uh, basically you can just buy a pass and jump the front of the lines. So if you pay an extra like 30, 40 bucks per person, you can just get in this special thing where you get to jump the lines. That continued to happen. It went from 90 minutes to 120 minutes to 150 minutes. This is all while not a ton of people are getting in line behind me. Actually, by the time 150 minutes in, we had moved forward enough, and there were people behind us. So, like, Which, so there's was a separate a, line that people are just getting in, causing. Yeah, essentially. Gotcha. The, like, the, they just go straight in, and like that means they're not taking from your standby line anymore, which is making it take longer. Oh. And the line moves atrociously slow, and despite the fact there are many screens there that we look at, they are playing the same five second clip of non interestingness. Like we literally could have watched the Lego movie while we were waiting in line for the Lego movie ride. Like that's how long it took. But like there was just so there was nothing to interact. Well, they do have a little pit in the middle of Legos that the, you can send the kids to go play with. But like even after that, they're like fucking. I'm bored. There's too many other kids in this line. Uh, I and my wife is like. Fuck it. I don't care if we ever get on this thing. I don't care if it's been an hour and a half. I'm done. I'm out. The kids and I don't care. We are going to go just wander around Legoland. Good luck to you. I'm like, nope, I'm sticking this out. So they <laughs> left. <laughs> to the bitter end. <laughs> and then like, uh, I was getting finally close, and ride breaks down. Mm. Ooh. And they're like, you can stay in line. We don't know when it'll be back up. I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll stick it out for a little bit. And this woman goes off on the ride operator, not even the ride operator, the person in charge of the line. Like, we're not even close enough to the ride yet that that's the ride operator. They're just a person to be like, okay, you go stand at number three. You go stand at number four. Like, that's all they're doing. And she starts yelling at him. I'm like, hey, Karen, he didn't fucking break the ride. <laughs> Nothing you're doing is helping anybody. <laughs> I, I like, I, I understand like the economics of it, but I definitely like feel like yeah, as a person who's like standing line, oh, I would get frustrated as fuck. Like, like and, you know, yeah. people could buy. Oh, you could just pay the extra money. You could do it too. I'm like, I mean, I already yeah. paid to get in this like, fucking place. Especially if you have a family of four, that's a lot of extra money. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys, that's uh, that's the rich people go faster lane. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and there's one in Disney. They do that at Disneyland now too. There's a like pay your way to the front of the line. Which I'm not, I was, one of the things I was happy that Disney had never, hadn't done up until this point. It was like, nope, FastPass is a free system that's, like, 
anybody has a shot at it. Like, just go with your ticket, grab it, go. Yep. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, here, pay some money, and we'll just say, hey, there you go, buddy. Here you go. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> you don't even have to stand in line with the <laughs> the riffraff. <laughs> with the plebs. <laughs> uh, so three hours later, Ooh. between when I got in line and got off the ride, that's how long it took. And let me tell you, it was not worth three hours. <laughs> I, I probably could have told you that before you got in line. <laughs> yeah, but like at that point, I'm like, I can't give up on it. Like I've, I've invested so much time. The second, I'm not going away with nothing. Fallacy. Yep. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, I waited two hours and then I didn't go on it. Like, so now I have, that's a sh- shitty so story. You waited three hours and you went on it. And you're like, that was worth it. <laughs> I mean, if it had been a 70 minute wait, that would have been worth it. If it had been a 90 minute wait, it would have been borderline, but it had been worth it. Anything after that, it's not worth it. All right. <laughs> I feel like uh, very rarely, like much past an hour, I feel like most things I've ever waited for are usually like not worth it. I'm like, mm, no, that wasn't really worth it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I also, I feel your sentiment. Like, well, I'm like, because you don't want to be the person where you're like, you drop out of line, you're like, <laughs> 10 minutes later, we all went on. It was amazing. And that's almost exactly what happened after Karen left. Like 10 minutes later, they're like, all right, let's are back up and running again. I'm like, Karen, why don't you just shut up and stay in line next time? <laughs> Or like that time uh, Space Mountain had just been refurbed after Disney's 50th anniversary. Like, so it just opened up again. And uh, I was in line with somebody and like it broke down. And we we're all sitting there at this point where you can exit the line. And we were sitting there. We were waiting. We were waiting. We were waiting. This person's like, forget it. And they leave. And literally as the door shuts behind them, we're back, everybody. <laughs> like, Anybody going to gonna go tell them? Nope. Nobody wants to give up their place in line. Well, sucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oof. Oof. I will say the breakfast buffet at the ho- at the uh, uh, hotel in um, what the fuck Legoland. Jesus, uh, still great. Although their bacon is not as good as I remember it being. Like I remember it being like thick, good bacon. Now they sh- switch to the normal like thin fast food bacon. I'm like, ah. I mean, yeah. you still get as much of it as you want, but it's not. It's not the same. They put and you I on, talked uh, it up before. I was like, oh, they're going to get that bacon. <laughs> talked up that bacon. Now you've got the uh, the COVID-era inflation bacon. Oh, yes. That's that's probably what it is. <laughs> Dude, Cutting please name this episode in- Inflation Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting those bacons in half to make them last. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it used to be. Uh... So, Noah, did you see Batman? No, nah, I'm seeing it Tuesday. Not Wednesday. <laughs> I, was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about going to see it and then on a weekday, but then I was like, oh, it's three hours fucking long. The, the early showing seven. I'm like, yeah, I'll skip it. And then uh, I was going to see it this weekend, and then I was talking to a friend. I was like, oh, do you want to see this? And uh, I'm like, yeah. And so it's like Tuesday works. I'm like, all right, I'll do it Tuesday. Um. Uh, here's a not spoiler spoiler. Don't stay for the credits. I know that. Okay, the, all it is is a question mark, and it says goodbye. Well, there apparently leads to some website. Oh, well, you'll never see it, because there's a flash of a bunch of other text, but unless you have your phone out and take a picture of that text, you'll, you're, you're, no, no, not for you. <laughs> no, goodbye, it's gone. Uh, so, the only reason I looked up beforehand is because, uh, you know, like, I was looking up something else on after credits and they're like it showed batman it had like a negative rating i'm like i mean well must i be that spoilery or interesting if it's like negative so i looked i'm like oh okay yeah yeah it's i'm like i can't believe i waited for this 
and oh was it like normally like people talk about like because it's almost three hours uh like holding your pee that long and i'm like oh, i kind of have to pee but it wasn't that big a deal but like i oh. i had to fart and like i didn't want it to be one of those like even though it's like and it's like oh god and now we're all stuck here for three hours i mean just <laughs> so it. it will dissipate well, I and I was like, like I, I wasn't even really thinking about. It. I'm like, oh, I got a fart. Okay, I've, I've, you know, channeled it off or whatever. And then I was back into the movie. I wasn't really paying attention. As I was walking out, I was like, oh, oh, here comes that fart. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> It builds up when you hold it. Apparently. <laughs> like the entire walk from like where the seats end to where the door was. I'm like, good God. I feel so good now. <laughs> uh, did you see it solo? <laughs> yep. I asked Jeff and he's like, eh, I'm not really interested in seeing that in the theater. So I'd, I'd be interested in seeing it in the theater. Uh, Drew does not like Batman movies for some reason. <laughs> You know he he loves other comic book stuff. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I think you can return him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leave him on the doorstep of a fire station. They have yeah. to, legally. Yes, they have to take care of him. <laughs> I've, I've been looking into that, guys. <laughs> we have a special cue on the side for doesn't like Batman. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you leave one of those notes from the Riddler around his neck mm-hmm. <laughs> to the Batman. <laughs> um, I have to say this one is very much like if Batman was the lead investigator in like a seven or a, a not Saw. I mean, there's there's a hints of Saw, but it's definitely not a Saw movie. Yeah. Um, or Zodiac, or I already said seven. So it's more there's like one a, more movie. It is more like a detective movie, but. It's still really good. It's still like he's in the Batman costume a lot. I was surprised. Yeah, like I feel uh, like a lot. Roberto said, like you don't see much of him as uh, Bruce Wayne at all. Yeah, I mean you do, but not. I was surprised how often he's in the costume. I feel like most of these movies are like, let's get this actor out of the costume so we can see his pretty face. Pay money for that face. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I I really enjoyed it. And how was um, Twilight guy? He's good. Uh, his accent was a little, yeah. His accent was a little all over the place because I, I guess I know Gotham's not supposed to be any specific place in canon. Like it's not like in New York or in like it's just sort of somewhere East Coast ish. Although sometimes it's even been Chicago. Mm-hmm. So his his accent sort of went was like oh there I'm detecting a hint of Boston. Oh I'm detecting a hint of New York. Oh <laughs> is that some Chicago in there? <laughs> is that? Baltimore? But then again I would. Wait, <laughs> then it was like yins? everybody was doing that as well, <laughs> even people who weren't English. <laughs> yeah, he, his accent was a melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy who played the guy, oh, I can't think. Jeffrey Wright, he was good as Commissioner oh, yeah. Gordon. I like me good Jeffrey Andy, Wright. Andy Circus didn't have a lot to do, but he was good as Alfred, and like it was a like he had basically one you know meaty meaningful scene and he was like they was really good in that it's kind of uh, weird it's interesting like he's become like an actual regular actor now i mean he's been a regular actor i mean in the sense like he's not doing motion like i only knew him from the the motion stuff so i don't know like what he did before or if he was doing stuff in the meantime <sighs> you didn't see 13 going on 30 I, where I, he did I, the moonwalk i, I did not oh well <laughs> amazingly enough 
Um, well, check it out. I got the DVD. You can borrow it. <laughs> do you have a DVD player anymore? <laughs> uh, technically, I do, actually. Uh, I kept done my... Done and done. <laughs> PlayStation 3, just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not used it, and I could not tell you how long. I don't even know if it works. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, so there was a guy next to me who brought his kid, and I went to the ten twenty five at night showing. And I'm Oof. like, hey, this is not particularly, a, I would say, a kid centric movie. Like, despite the fact that Lego's making toys of it and other things, I'm like, this is not really for kids. I would say. I mean, it's not like, oh my god, this will scar them for life. But I feel like this is, you know, if you go in expecting like Marvel quips, they're not happening. <laughs> I like, used to meet not- you. It's not oppressively dour like a Zack Snyder movie is, mm-hmm. but it is serious. But it has moments of levity, but it is serious. And like, there's some, like, oh, like, they just murdered that dude in our face. And it was, that that dude is murdered. But you, I mean, think about how much, like, I don't think people really think about it, but like, think about how many people are killed just in stuff in general. Like, you think about Star Wars, like, they don't focus on it, but they're killing people. Like, right. That this one dead. focuses on it. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> so they're focusing on it more. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, like uh, this is pretty early on. The Riddler is killing somebody, and you get to see him sit on the person and like take his time getting ready to kill them more. Like, ah, gotcha. Um, but so that was the first thing. Uh, the second thing is clearly he he must not have paid much attention to the marketing of this movie because the credits are coming up and it says Colin Farrell. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I mean, then the credits like go by with like who was doing what and he's like the penguin <laughs> <laughs> he's like me where it's like oh they're coming back for jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> yes yes he know it in this situation but i just like that when he's like what <laughs> like audible like, he couldn't keep it inside i mean oh. yeah, I, I get it like yeah if you didn't know beforehand yeah like he does not look like him at all and Cinemark puts a ton of trailers in front. And so, like like I said, it was 1025 at night for this three already three-hour movie before trailers. And, like, he's turned to me like the movie still hasn't started yet. He's like, this is a 1025 movie, right? I was like, yep. <laughs> we didn't know it still hasn't started yet, and it's almost 11. I don't know what you thought you were doing. <laughs> this is Cinemark town, son. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – yeah, that's how it is. And then they just, like, they put, like, multiple t- – shit for their stuff now where it's like mm. oh cinemark check out the cinemark <laughs> or yeah when you're like in imax like here's why imax is great i'm like i'm fucking here just so you <laughs> work, start the movie like, i got my money uh are you gonna go see it at amc uh yeah have you you still have the amc pass or whatever right yes okay because i heard they're charging more to see batman at amc movie at, at amc theaters uh you know i mean Actually, so I bought the ticket for my friend, uh, so we get two seats together, and it was actually le- it was actually really cheap. But I think it's because I had some some money or something going on. Like the ticket was six dollars. Uh, nice. But I got it was like I got some discount because of the AMC pass or something. Maybe I had like some build up some cash or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. But all in all, Batman good. Is it on HBO Max? It Not will yet. be in 45 days. Well, 45 days from oh. release. So guess what? They're not doing the day of release anymore. Nope. They're not doing day and date. How come? Uh, or did they make an announcement about it? Or uh, I think it's because they want some of that uh, COVID money back. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, I, I saw Spencer on HBO, though. 
which for is, hire, <laughs> which is the uh, the uh, Princess Diana, not biography, but movie mm-hmm. with uh, Kristen Stewart. Oh, uh, she the other half of Twilight is excellent. Uh, I don't know if I love the like. It wasn't a terrible movie. Like it's definitely well made. It's just an, it's kind of like a little slice of life movie. Also, it because of like the way they filmed it and the music, it always feels like something shitty's about to happen. There's like this tense music playing out. And you're like, is someone about to get murdered? What's going to happen? Um, but I'm trying. I'm trying to watch like as many of the Oscar best picture movies as I can. Gotcha. And I've seen, I've seen Don't Look Up, and that's it. <laughs> I've seen uh, I've seen quite a bit of them. I have not seen Belfast. I haven't seen West Side Story yet, but that's also on HBO. I haven't seen. It's also on Disney Plus. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, West Side Story. They put it on Disney Plus and HBO Max for some reason. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I'm confused about that as well. Sometimes when it's like you see it on both things. Also, I'm always confused when Hulu gets like good movies. I'm like, how the fuck? Like Hulu's owned by Disney. Is that how it works? Yep. They're majority owned by Disney, yeah. And like, do they try to shove more adult stuff on Hulu? Is that what, how it works? Yes, but I don't know if you heard about this. So I was one of the people who's like, oh shit, the, the Marvel Netflix shows are leaving Netflix. I'm going to cram my way through them before they leave because mm-hmm. I don't know when they'll be back or where the, where they'll end up when they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney is adding like parental like levels onto Disney Plus and the Marvel series are coming to Disney Plus in like a week. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't need to skip three episodes of Jessica Jones and jump to the finale so I could just be done with it before midnight. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think they're, I think they're going to pu- push off less stuff to Hulu and start bringing it to Disney Plus, which could mean things like Die Hard and Deadpool will start sh- and Aliens and anyway, we'll start showing up on Disney Plus now without having to jump to Hulu. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um. I forgot where I was going with this. You were talking about Oscar movies you haven't seen. Yes. Oh yeah. Sp- oh, I guess Spencer. I guess Spencer was the best picture. Actually, I was confused, but I think she got nominated. Um, Coda. I don't know if I'd mentioned it. That's a good movie. You should. You should watch it. It was uh, much better than I thought it would be. Oh, we don't have Apple TV. Whatever. Doesn't sound like something for me. <laughs> You're like fuck deaf people. oh okay i've heard of that it does actually sound good (laughs) um so today i'm gonna watch drive my car which is fucking three hours um and and i bet there's no batman in it (laughs) (laughs) probably not (laughs) i mean they had to work in a lot of villains that's why it was three hours you got your penguin you got your riddler you got your Catwoman. you got a gangster because you always gotta have a gangster in these apparently Mm -hmm. (laughs) also maroni and falcone are two DC specifically Gotham gangsters that have shown up, I think, in movies before. Mm-hmm. I cannot keep them straight. I was like, wait, is which one is this? Is this Mugaroni or Falcone? I don't know why those two names just blend together. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. Which one is John Turturro? <laughs> <laughs> like, so he's Doesn't he's the good gangster or the bad. Is there a good gangster? Is that it? What's happening? I just know them from the long Halloween. Oh, this movie starts on Halloween. So I thought it was gonna be like the long Halloween. I don't. I think it may have been inspired, at least partially, by it. I'm looking forward to it. This I, I've not seen that many movies lately in the theater. Uh, I'm gonna have to change that. I I'm kind of interested in that new Sandra Bullock movie. Hell yeah! 
yes, I am. Like, I'm, like, I'm this in looks, it. This looks fun. <laughs> I'm like, it's not tied to some intellectual property or anything. Like, it's just an original little story. It, you got you should Daniel Radcliffe, which I'm always here for. <laughs> Brad Pitt being funny. I'm in. <laughs> Your ticket is sold. Let me go. <laughs> Except I'll be in Disneyland that weekend. So I have to wait. Oh, I wonder if I wonder if uh, New Orleans has AMC. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. AMCs are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, I showed my boys uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time. Even though they've had an Indiana Jones poster in their bedroom since birth, they have never seen anything Indiana Jones related. <laughs> until... Actually, I didn't even show my boys. Uh, Michael picked it as his movie pick the other night. And I, was, and I was just like, all right, I'll just tell you certain times to look away from the camera because it is late at night and you're watching this right before bed. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, when Indiana Jones tells Marion to keep her eyes shut, he's talking to you too. <laughs> <laughs> but then James is like, well, wait, what did I miss? Describe it to me. I'm like, oh, well, they died. I want to know more details. And I explain in more detail. And Michael's like, I didn't need to hear those details. <laughs> That's the whole point of why I shut my eyes. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> I feel like I would be like, yeah, tell me, let me, you know, give me you know, how they do it. <laughs> well, f- yeah, that was earlier on. I, uh, oh, when the guy got, when the guy uh, in the flying wing, when he got uh, hit by the propeller. Apparently that squigged Danelle out as a kid. So that was enough oh, yeah, to that warning was, to uh, the kids. That was kind of intense. Drew too. I'm like, I'm like, you don't really see anything though. You see him go like ah, and then you see red paint hit the ring. Yeah, I mean it's implication. Yeah, yeah. Drew when he saw that as a kid, he was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the same thing happened to Frozone, and we were not Frozone. Damn, I always do this syndrome in Incredibles. Yeah. We don't, we don't worry about that. But you don't see, you don't hear the. <laughs> you watch the whole plane explode. Yeah. But- <laughs> Frozone is in little tiny bits. Not Frozone. Syndrome. Syndrome is in little tiny bits. Oh, we were uh, the boys came back. We were watching Die Hard with a Vengeance. It was actually me and uh, another dad uh, because our kids were out playing. And they came back. And the, the scene where in Die Hard with a Vengeance where Samuel, Samuel Jackson is answering the phone in the subway station and the cop has the gun on him. I'm like, you guys might recognize this from Incredibles because they ripped this exact scene off because that is the actor who plays Frozone. They're like, oh. Wait, say that again? <laughs> so uh, in, there's a scene in Incredibles where, <laughs> sorry, bless you, where a cop has Frozone at gunpoint and he's like, I just need to get a drink of water. Oh, yeah. Get yeah, your yeah. hands up. And I'm like, that is exactly beat for beat from this scene from Die Hard with a Vengeance because that is Samuel L. Jackson. That's why they did it. And they're like, yeah, that cop does look like the guy from Incredibles. That's it. I thought it was neat. Oh, when at the very beginning of Indiana Jones, when he goes to take the idol, I'm like, it's funny that you guys have seen Guardians of the Galaxy first because this is what was imitating there. This is what they were imitating, not vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of things where Drew has seen like Drew's seen stuff where people reference the uh, the Matrix dodge, like the the famous Neo dodge and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, well before he saw the Matrix. I mean, oh, is that on HBO Max again yet? So you guys can finally watch it. Uh, the the first three still are. <laughs> All right. The, I mean, uh, that movie was so influ- influential. Yep. Gesundheit. And I remember when you first saw that special effect, like, it was, like, amazing. And then I feel like not too long afterwards, you just saw it everywhere. It was just so oversaturated. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, I guess it's uh, not so hard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess they left the instructions for how to do that just laying around and everybody in Hollywood grabbed them. <laughs> to, even to use them for things that made no sense. Like, I'm going to grab some pudding. <laughs> like, like, Look, right. guys, we can do the thing. <laughs> yeah, but why? Like, they had a story reason for doing that. Like the Wachowskis were like breaking ground and you're just like, Hey, look, this is silly. Cause it's a thing you've seen before. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's not actually a joke, right? Like thing I've seen before isn't, isn't the same as a thing as a punchline or a payoff. Tell him Steve, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, last thing I want to say, uh, your recommendation of using the weeding tool. Great idea. Got himself a weeding tool. The weeds are coming up much faster. <laughs> Excellent. <Nice>. Good. <laughs> and getting more roots. Almost like someone <laughs> someone knew about this. <laughs> I made a tool. Almost as though that's why they named it that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just met you guys after I was complaining about weeding. I think it was you, Noah, or you. I can't remember. The two of you came together and said you should get a weeding tool. And I did. And my life is better. Good. <laughs> I'd rather your life knee is pads? better. No, I did not get knee pads. Nah, those are good, too. Uh, the other thing you can do For is... For many knee, uses. Yeah, knee, <laughs> knee pads are good because they'll move with you. Knee pads all, aren't always as comfortable, though, because they can kind of cut off behind your knees if you're well, kneeling. I I'm, well, I'm more like a, a pad for your knees and have to be like one yes. strapped to you. Yeah, the, the thing that I would recommend looking into is you can get like just... It's just like a little foam pad that you just like plop on the ground and kneel on that. And then when you need mm-hmm. to move, you just pick up and move the pad. I'm going to get a crane and just go at it like Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible. Yes. <laughs> Playing the floor is lava. <laughs> the floor is gay thoughts. Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, it was a Tom Cruise joke. Yes. <laughs> he can't think gay thoughts? Yes. You can't touch them. Uh, that's a, it's a running meme joke about it. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. Uh, the... Um, I think the, the origin of that or, or the, the better done version of it is uh, family guy has Tom Cruise. They're like, why does Tom Cruise run so much? And like every single movie he's in, there's just going to be one of him just flat out running and it shows him running in one of the things and gay thoughts appear behind him. He's like, Nope, Nope. Can't catch me. <laughs> totally unrelated, but it came in my mind. Uh, if you haven't watched Anthony Mackie, what he does, doesn't day, you should watch it. <laughs> I watched it again because I'm going to New Orleans and he mentioned, he's like, he lives there. He was mentioning some stuff. I'm like, oh, I should do some research. <laughs> Just like by putting baby powder on his, on his balls. He's like, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. He's a funny guy. Anthony Mackie, yes, I agree. Uh, should we bring this in, motherfucker, by landing? Yeah. Oh, yes, uh, indeed. Before we do, uh, After Party on Apple TV, I highly recommend it. It's a very it's a murder mystery thing, uh, but like every single episode is done in a different style, uh, and it's it's quite hilarious. I do not love it as much as I want to. Oh. I have not seen it at all. There we go. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, maybe you picked up on the Sandy. I have not. I've yet to find anything. But apparently, there's clues hidden throughout the series. I was listening to an interview with the the creators. Oh, uh, well, I just watched the uh, the finale, and yeah, there are definitely clues hidden throughout the whole series that you noticed. No, no, no. Like I, dude, I was just watching it to enjoy the TV show. Like Caitlin and I were watching it late at night after what? we put Drew to uh, to bed, and I'm like, I'm Caitlin's like, are you going to try to like figure out who the killer is? I'm like, I'm. I'm just going to enjoy this for the comedy. There's no, there is no way, there's no way my brain will still be functional enough to try to like, you know, pick apart all the little pieces in the minutia. 
So, Wait, no, you just, you, you've been watching up until this point, right? So you just watched the final episode, or did you binge it? Uh, we we watched, I think we binged like the first four, and then realized like the show wasn't done yet, which kind of pissed Caitlin off. Uh, and oh. then her grandmother died, so we came back and watched the last three, or three uh, all the way up to um, the the second to last one, and then the last one came out. So wait, after you know how I haven't, so I'm, I haven't seen the ending yet, but after you watched the final episode, did you recognize clues from the previous episodes? Uh, th- there was a bunch of things that they they like handed out where I was like, oh fuck yes, of course. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But there's some other stuff where I was like, wow, you had to be watching real careful to catch all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I I was kind of keeping an eye out for it, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, maybe, maybe, inc- maybe they'll make sense until everything wraps up. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's I'll fine. say it's fair. I, I will say I like, I like the, the, the act, the black actor. I can't, I don't know his name, but like, uh, like he's been like, he was in that, um, that, that movie, the Prime that wasn't that good with, um, the, the time travel movie. Uh, he's been some other stuff. The time travel movie with, uh, with Quill. Chris, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh fuck. What was the name of that thing? It was him, and it was um, oh, who played his dad? J.K. Simmons. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he was like he was in that movie. He was fucking hilarious. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. He's uh, yeah. So I enjoyed him. He was um, in Ted Lasso. He, he plays is in Ted Lasso. He, yeah, he plays he the uh, the rich. I can't remember if he's supposed to be Nigerian or or what what he was, but uh, he's this like billionaire guy who shows yeah. up, trying to woo woo that that other uh, that soccer player to come play for him. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and well, while Tim's gone, uh, uh, our flag is death. That's supposed to be uh, very good. I'm gonna watch that. It's on HBO with uh, has what Titi Taika Waititi. Taka Waititi. Um, you enjoy saying his name. Oh, uh, The Boys is out. The animated show. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I want to get on that. Uh, new season of Picard is out. I don't know when I'll watch that because um, I don't have uh, Paramount Plus. But at some point, I'll figure it out. And I've been watching Days by Wolves, which is uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you like it or not. Because I mean, been... it's good. I, like it's just like it's just very out there sci-fi. Like I think, I think you might enjoy it. I feel like there's a lot to chew on. There's a lot of like religious, uh, not even I wouldn't say undertones. It's, it's in your face. It's a lot of religious stuff. Gotcha. Um, and weirdness. Yeah, you've 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 not seen any of it, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's interesting. I think you would enjoy it. Good to know. Well, thank you, sir. And oh, keep vamping. What else have I watched? I watched The Hangover again. It holds up. It's funny. I watch Fresh, which is on Hulu with um, I forget his name right now. Uh, Sebastian Stan. Uh, and it is it is pretty good. It's like a little kind of like horror thriller commie movie um i i enjoyed it i think it's definitely worth the watch i watched the tree of life which came out fucking a long time ago uh like what 10 years ago now over 10 years ago and that is like is that it's the one, out there 
Is that the one with uh, Rachel Weisz and uh, Phil Jackman? Hugh Jackman? No, that that's um, the Fountain. The Fountain. That's right. Tree of Life is has Brad Pitt and that's Jessica right. Chastain. Yep, and it's like very like philosophical and like. I mean, there is kind of a storyline, but it's also a lot of like jumping around and like showing scenes of the Earth, like you know, the universe coming to be. And... Yeah, I've I've heard it referred to as a tone poem. <laughs> yeah, I could see. I could see. It. I mean, I don't know what tone poem is, but like I could see it as a poem. Uh, I watched The Kingsman. It was all right. I didn't love it as much as uh, haven't I mean, watched the first that one. one yet. That one's on Hulu. Yep, that's on my list. Um, that one is like, uh, like the first one I think was so good cause I didn't expect much from it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was, re- that was really good. And I think this, not that the second one was bad, but like I had an expectation and I just, it wasn't as good. And this one is just like, it's fine, but it's like, yeah, it didn't, didn't impress me as much as the, the very first one. Yeah. Um, so I rewatched not the original pitch black, but I rewatched, uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. And mm-hmm. then Riddick, the uh, the third one, and it was like this story was better when it was smaller. Mm. Yeah, try to do too much. Yeah, you know, it's <sighs> not not that I disliked the the extra stuff that they added with like the necromongers and all the rest of that shit. Uh, it's just that, yeah, it's. Uh, it's definitely not the same that um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like maybe they could have done a better job with Bubba Fett, but I feel like Bubba Fett was like, just, to me, he was more interesting when you didn't really know about him. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like they tried to change the, the genre of Boba Fett to be like, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to make like this, uh, this crime thingy. It's like, I, but it wasn't even a particularly interesting crime yeah, thingy. He's yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was very unfortunate. Like, like the best episodes were like the ones about Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, like why? I mean, I understand the two different shows, but it feels like are they, they could have made. Well, are... I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean the two different characters, I guess. But like, I don't. Yeah. Why couldn't they make him as interesting as Mandalorian? I don't. I don't know what like. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Why it was just like we're just, we're gonna figure out some crime stuff. Like, we're gonna have some meetings. It's like did you? Oh, did you watch the honest trailers of it? Uh, uh, yes, I did. Yes, oh, that was funny. Yes. Uh, in my house, we've taken to calling it the um. Uh, we we call it the the third season of Mandalorian. You have to wade through like three or four episodes or whatever of the Book of Boba Fett so that the third season of Mandalorian can happen. <laughs> also, like I, f- I feel like uh, Pedro Pascal does such a good job, like voice acting. Yeah, like there's like there's a scene where he said something, and like I don't know, it's just you. I mean, obviously it was in context, but like I felt like I you felt the emotion in his voice. Yeah, I think a big difference is the fact that so originally Boba Fett was you know he was this fan favorite because. He was this this enigma. He was this this masked badass, just like lurking and being threatening and whatever. And the Book of Boba Fett, he was explicitly the exact opposite of that. He's got his mask off for most of the thing, like not mysterious at all. Just like maybe they're, maybe they're openly that's going why Mandalorian through. is better. He's exactly. kind of like a masked yep. enigma. Yes, 
And like, we understand more about the Mandalorians, um, about his motivations now, but still not a lot of them where Boba Fett, it's like, let's take you on, uh, you know, maybe not his, his whole life or whatever, but well, and I guess the earlier Tim would probably be good to talk about this too, but like, He's here. I guess the, the comics, not the comics, the, uh, the animated stuff. Uh, I feel like they didn't get into a ton. They got into a little bit of young Boba Fett, who was working with other bounty hunters, mm-hmm. like the blue guy, Cad Bane, who showed up at the end. Oh, he was awesome. I liked him. By the way. Oh, yeah. There's tons of him in the Clone Wars. Uh, I, my impression of Cad Bane was significantly <laughs> different than Noah's. I was like, huh, hmm, Noah just said he's awesome. I'm like, am I about to just shit on something that Noah likes? Uh, yep, probably. Here we go. <laughs> Go for it. I mean, I just thought like he he was a cool looking character. He was, uh, yeah, he he was. But uh, this has been my experience watching uh, first the uh, the Mandalorian and now Book of Boba Fett without having seen Clone Wars or Rebels or whatever all the whatever whatever the other things are. Uh, having mm-hmm. seen none of them, it's like uh, a a lady Mandalorian shows up who wants the dark saber, and I'm like, hey. It's Starbuck from uh, from Battlestar Galactica, who I really like. Oh, she's she's a, another Mandalorian. Okay, oh, she's got a name. Cool. Uh, she's after a dark saber. I don't know what a dark saber is, but it sounds pretty important. And I bet it's a knife. And then the dark saber shows up. Oh yeah, look at that. It, it was a knife. Uh, and then other people's like um, Ahsoka Tano shows up. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I you know from like internet culture stuff, I kind of know who she is and like a little bit of her backstory, but it was just more of like, Oh, clearly this is an ex Jedi. Who's kind of pissed off at the Jedi, but still, you know, got a good heart. Yeah, that's fine. That that's great. Uh, you don't know Ahsoka Tano. I'm aware of who she is. I'm aware of her relationship with, uh, with, with, uh, Anakin and how that like, okay. Him, him, I'm aware that him turning, turned her away from, uh, from being a Jedi. I was like, and like, like the whole like you you remind me of your father. People were like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I I knew that she knew Anakin, so I was able to get that. But again, she was his Padawan. She didn't just know him. They weren't like, hey, what's up, bro? See you in the hall. Yeah. Okay. So see again, <laughs> a lot of this stuff is lost on me, and like uh, I get I get that it's a special moment for a lot of other people. It, it's lost on me. You're or at least a loser. I, I've got context for it. You know, I've got some level of understanding for this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we Tama. get to book of Boba Fett and, uh, the, the marshal like is, is just kind of standing in the street and we see a, a mysterious figure off in the distance. I'm like, Oh shit. Who's this going to be? And the mysterious figure is a little bit closer. Oh shit. Who's this going to be? The mysterious figure is a little bit closer. And now like his head's down and everything. Oh shit. Who's this going to be? And then he looks up. I'm like, I, I don't know who this is. And then later, like somebody says the name Cad Bane. I'm like, I'm. I bet you I'm supposed to know who that is, but I still don't know who that is. And he keeps like showing up and then he's talking a bunch of shit to Boba Fett about like how Boba Fett's not his dad or, or something. I'm like, I bet this is a really meaningful scene, but I still don't know who the fuck this guy is. And then other stuff happens with him. I'm like, I still don't know who this guy is. I still don't give a shit about any of this. I've got no context. I've got no involvement. This uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just going more like a visual standpoint of like, this guy looks fucking cool. He does, but it's like, the way that they introduced him, I'm like, clearly I'm supposed to be getting more out of this than I am. And I just like, 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 look at it. It's, it's Cad Bane. I'm like, okay, is, is Cad Bane a threat? And then like Cad Bane's like, they're like, look, he's, he's such a badass. He's going to kill all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess he's a threat. Cool. 
I mean, I feel like they, I like I know of Cad Bane mostly from my video, my uh, video game, my, uh, gar- whatever it's called. I can't remember the name of it right now. Galaxy of Heroes. Like he's he's good in my bounty hunters team, but like I don't remember mo- most of his plot threads from Clone Wars. I feel like they did a good job of like, oh, who is this guy? Oh, he just took out one of our favorites from the Mandalorian and some other random guy. Like it was nothing. Like I felt like they like you don't need the extra knowledge to be like, oh, this guy is just a badass piece of shit. It, I I felt like okay, this guy's a badass piece of shit up until the point where like he had a lot of dialogue with Boba Fett, and I was like, I'm like I I was willing to just be like, okay, this guy's a badass piece of shit, and then when he was dialoguing with Boba Fett and referencing like stuff he must have said to young Boba Fett, I'm like, yep, I'm I'm lost, I'm <laughs> I'm out. I guess, but the stuff like you know about what he's talking about, like your dad really isn't, you know, Django isn't really your dad. Like that stuff we know, like regardless of the fact of how they they know, it, like he's just taunting him with shit that we know that is probably going to strike a nerve. Okay. I, I guess it could have been anybody. They just chose for it to be the uh, Cad Bane. Gotcha. Uh, did you guys already sign off? Is this the post credits? No, it no. can be, but we haven't signed no. off because you weren't around to do your thing. I wasn't sure if you're going to be like, all right, well, why don't we do that now? Because now this is an hour and a half episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really had to poop. Tim, just, you guys were like talking about this series. I'm like, this is never going to end. I'm pooping now. Tim, just <laughs> just uh, you know, put this in the um, put an intermission in. Do a little bit of a set change, like change all the signs. <laughs> nope, you have to come back for night two. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's Tancash for this week. Uh, remember, ne- never trust a lady at a at Disneyland to not yell at the, the ride operator. Disneyland, but close enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, not today. Holding that poop till the end of the episode. Uh, this week I hate driving from Atlanta to Charlotte to Atlanta to Charlotte to Atlanta. Me too. Have a week. All right. Bye. Podcast. Thank you for being one of the 12 listeners to listen to another episode of the TanCast podcast. If you like it, please talk about it on your social medias, your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, if you're under 20. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a comment on this or any other episode at TanCast.com. Special thanks and love to the late DJ Technoid, who composed the official TanCast theme. And special thanks to Vic. Vic! 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 Who created the official TanCast album art. Thanks again for tolerating our nonsense, and always remember, you're doing it. Post-credit nonsense. Okay, that's enough of that shit. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the whole Cad Bane thing could just go in the post-credit nonsense. Well, we'll see. All right.